All right, we good. Oh, no countdown today? In five, four, three, two. That's one. when he's supposed to fade off. God damn it. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mike Buggy, and this is episode 80 of the EPS podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi-Wan. What's good? What's good? Thank you for not fucking that up. Young Buck. Oh, I can't come in on Q-ass nigga. What up, y'all? And we got a guest today, special <laughs> guest with us, Ike the Great. What's good, people? Welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back. You gonna do a dance? You gonna do a dancing? But I would hope you don't sing that. You're a hater, y'all. You're still a hater, y'all. I thought you was gonna do the mace thing. Welcome back. No, welcome back. Okay. You, you would like go sing off in a group chat, but you want to sing on the podcast every motherfucking time. That is true, though, right? This nigga refuses oh, shit. to take the verses. Verses? Or do one in Act of Great? We can do that. In the group chat. Shit, that's a challenge. I've been talking about a rap battle for a long time. Nobody want to see me with the Nah, nigga, this no, is an R&B no, battle. But, but that's A-Mike. That's A-Mike that want to go to the studio. You know? We go into no the bars. studio, by the way. I'm going to just let y'all know it. Don't none of y'all niggas want these bars. That's, and that's the funny thing. Everybody was Young calling Buck. me when I said, let's go to the studio. But all y'all niggas got y'all bars ready. All straight <laughs> off the dome like Jay-Z. And Young Buck over here can't even spell. Talking about don't nobody want to see bars. <laughs> <laughs> you want to break your dictionary with you? In his defense, I'm pretty sure most rappers don't know how to spell. Thank Have you. you seen some of these That's guys rhyme books? I know he ain't got bars. First of all, I can't right. can spell. You ain't going to do me like that. I can't let's, spell. Let's go through the list. Name, name a top artist. Name a top rapper Our that can't spell. fucking yo. Kelly can't even read. And oh, there's <laughs> got you. Bars. We editing that out. I'm, talk, I'm talking about he, rappers. He who shall on. not be Jay-Z, named. Jay-Z don't write rhymes. Probably because he can't spell. Who knows? That's, you know what? That's true, though. You know who can't spell for a fact? Little Wayne. <laughs> blind Fury can't even Yo, you see. stole my shit. That nigga, yeah, blind, blind, blind Fury can't even see what the fuck he's saying. Let alone spell it. So he don't write his raps. Uh, I'm just assuming they all they don't know. They all have like freaking high school educations. I don't think they know how to. Damn, some wasn't... of them dropped out. Actually, some of them not. Right what happened? Not... not J Cole. True. I said not J Cole. Yeah. True. 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 Magnum So I, I got a question for you guys. I was um, <laughs> I was laying in the bed the other day and I was just thinking, I was like, man, I really don't know what this feels like. And I, I know Ike the Great one day called me out on this. Um, so I just wanted to ask you guys, when you guys were dating, when you met that girl for the first time, did you guys get butterflies? Like, were you nervous? Like when you guys, you know, met her and you guys were on a date and you had to like kind of gear the conversation? Like, how did that go for you guys? You see me. I'm dripping in swag. Yeah. I hate us. I don't know. Obi-Wan was there for the entire thing, so I don't know. Maybe he can speak on it. My oh, my perspective shit, is always going to be completely different, but I know he would say that I must have because I couldn't remember where the fucking car was. But yeah. none of them none of them could remember what the fucking car was. Let's start there. But that I wasn't was... a date, though, was it? Was <laughs> that the not, first date? It wasn't a date, but... And then I was on the phone with her the entire time. Didn't give a fuck uh, about finding that, the car. That motherfucker was a caterpillar. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's different when you're like in your older age because like at that age, what, what was I, like 30 when I met her? Like yeah. butterflies, that's out the window, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Your real ones weren't having butterflies no more at 30. At 30, maybe at freaking 19, 20 college, then butterflies happen. Maybe sometimes in my 20s as well, but Nah, don't want no butterflies, man. It was just straight. But, but is that also shit, because man. you guys, you guys have been on dates before, and so obviously you're used to it. It's kind of like if you talk in public five times, about a sixth time, you're not scared anymore. You're not gonna get the butterfly, right? I mean, Same concept. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, man. It's a, it's the state of dating that we're in. Like for me, when I met my, when I met, when I went on a date with my wife for the first time, you know, we met on Tinder, so we had been talking for a, 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 like three days before we went on a date so first of all meeting on tinder takes in my opinion takes all the butterflies out the window because by that point yo you you have so many different types of conversations that i don't know if there was any true butterflies but at the same time like it also i think depends on the, where you are i went on my i went on that date with her like all right let me see what this chick is about right right not like, damn, I'm about to go out with the love of my life. I'm so nervous. What am I going to do? Like, to me, it was just a regular chick. And then when I met her, I was like, oh, okay. I like this vibe. Okay, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this connection. Okay. 
but it was never a butterfly kind of moment. It was just like I like that. Yeah, so I like yeah. that. You know what for, I mean? for for me, I hated I hated dates. Like I hated the concept of dates. Like if you look at the way that dates have been like emblazoned in our minds, like this whole formal affair, and you got to do this, you got to do mm-hmm, that. Right. I took all that formality out of dates in my in my opinion when I when I had dates because I had that power. I'm the man. I'm asking a woman out, so I get to. You know set things how i wanted to so i looked at it more of like creating an experience like i would never like i would not never but i i didn't like to get like tables where we can sit across from each other because that just made things super weird and everybody okay. always felt like they were on on edge like they were on the interview or whatever right. i always i prefer the bar situation right um, like, this nigga sound maybe, like a pro <laughs> maybe like maybe a little i, I mean i was i was I was in that world for about half my life, you know what Simple I'm saying? Psychology, though. It makes sense. <laughs> so it's like I was, I was like, yo, let's just, yo, want to get someone to sit at the bar, casual, take out that whatever yeah. around the event as possible because it's like once you take that out, everybody can let their hair down, and just be casual and organic in that situation. Even so, with boozy chicks, even with what boozy chicks, you know, chicks that want to be wine and dine. Like I feel, um, like, I feel yes. like if you ask a boozy chick to go to the bar, she might be. All she wants is a drink. You get a well, drink, she's going to the bar because well, she she know what might come after that is another drink or a plate of food. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think I had one of them, you know, say something about that to me where it was just like, well, I didn't know because you wanted to go to the bar, like blah 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 blah. But it starts with like the establishment, right? So if you take them to a nice establishment, I don't think it really matters yeah. per se. And of course, I was doing this before, like the hardcore Instagram age and I definitely didn't talk to any of those chicks that like to Instagram every fucking thing right Right. so that was never my problem but like you know it was like going to the bar and it was it was never no ceiling it was at that point in time when we got to the bar we're chatting with now we introduced like a third wheel right this is this is always my ploy introduce the third wheel and the bartender the bartender always kicks shit off anyway they may end up being the interviewer for the two nigga you didn't write a fucking book you know what i'm saying so it was like by the time you introduce that dude like it's like they're not there they've let their hair down about all that bullshit at the bar maybe there's a happy hour special Baby, get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the sky's the limit. You can you can get whatever you want at that point in time. Like, I don't the, care. Like it's half off. Fuck out of here. The state of the game has changed a little bit though, right? I'm because sure it has. I'm they sure when <laughs> not even just Burkins, but you probably met you probably you probably met chicks out, right? You met them yeah. out. Little out up. But you out in my older years. But what I mean, like nowadays, people only meeting people on social media. Right. I was going like, and that's what I was going to ask you. Like, social media changes it up and I think people do different things first first dates could be amusement park, roller coaster ride. Like that's that's not normal shit. Although people did it, it was not normal shit, but nowadays first dates are just different. Now, I think in the age of social media, um I didn't actually meet my girlfriend on uh on a social platform or anything. I was introduced over like through somebody else. And so we were texting, but, but because I had gone on like a bunch of Tinder dates and shit like that. First time I saw her, I was just like, thank God she looks like her pictures. Cause I've been on <laughs> hella fucking dates. That's where true. Women don't look like their goddamn pictures. Like That's true. motherfuckers love to talk about how, how men don't be looking like their pictures. I, I've been on a lot of dates where women don't look like their pictures. I mean, it is what it is. But for me, that was the first thing that went through my head was like, oh, thank God she looks exactly like her pictures. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I never really did. I did it a little bit, like the the the, the apps, the dating apps, like whatever was hot at that point in time. So Tinder, I was on there for a little bit, and then I stopped. And then, of course, um, but I never did anything like eHarmony or like any of that <laughs> crap. Like I always was, I, I got to see you in person. I gotta, I gotta be in your space, be in your air, feel your aura, feel all that shit. Like if not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. Yeah, no, nah, I can't. And, you know, back to your, like your original butterflies, though. I don't know, man. I think that's more for women than it is for guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I, and I don't, I don't personally know, but also, I'm not a nervous dude. Like, I don't get nervous. I don't get anxious. I'm always calm, cool, chill, and collected. So, in every moment, I'm going to be like that, no matter what the situation is. So, you know, and I guess for me, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't really date at all. So, I guess when I think about dating, I really think about an old fashioned part of dating. And part of that is actually, you know, going up to the woman and pick after you ask her on a date, you know, picking her up. And so the conversation starts from the time that you pick her up. And in my mind, I always felt like she was in control of that. Because if the conversation is whack before you even get to dinner, you know, it might dictate how the entire, you know, date is going to go. So 
Now like is where you want me to meet you at. Right, right. It's different now. It's kind of like, you know, you can tell her to meet you at this bar. And by the time she get there, you already like one drink in. So your nerves is gone anyway. Facts, right? And like, and like Ike Degree said, you introduce other things. So when you have that dull moment, you throw it back to the bartender. <laughs> or you might be like, damn, you know, the, the DJ is on point. Whatever it might be, you know what I mean? To try to spark that conversation versus like you said, you sitting in the car. We got to turn the music down. How your day been, sweetie? You know, whatever that shit might be. You like the flowers I got you? Anybody got time for that hey, shit? You no get the flowers there? Niggas right. getting flowers Nigga. on first day. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about back in the day type stuff. That's what 8 Mike was on. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, like, oh, you, did you open the door for her or not open the door? You know, like, uh, I did that regardless, but I ain't buying flowers. No, I ain't buying no damn flowers. I ain't, I ain't, open, I ain't opening no damn door. Well, see, y'all niggas is opening doors. So. No, I'm really not opening doors, though. I'm for doors. I mean, I, doors. I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, open, I open doors, not 100 percent of the time, but yeah, I open not 100 percent of the time. Probably 10 percent of the time. I don't like to go out my way. I ain't even going. Exactly, fly. exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm not so, going out my way to open the door. It just it seems make so, any sense. It seems so unnatural. Let me come it's around so three fucking cars. Yeah, cut, you know, it's because your I, arms are broken. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like yo, yo, you know what's wild? You know what's wild? I open doors for women. Because y'all motherfuckers taught me that. So they hear this shit. It's just like, what the fuck? Good job. They eat that shit up. But <laughs> yeah, that's my... Wow. Don't get me wrong, yo. Open if, your doors. Is, if, if your swaggers are like a million, you don't got to do that shit, bro. Yeah, don't get me wrong, yo. Open doors. What? Women like that, yo. And I do it for my wife. I do it more than 10% of the time, yo. But to me, it's got to be convenient. Yo. I just don't understand. Like, I... I'm not taking my shirt off my back and throwing it over the puddle and oh, I ain't doing and, that shit and running because some sh- you know you know the shit be fucked up if she's not in the right position you open the door she gotta walk away all the way around the car to get in like the shit is just dumb sometimes I'm just like look yeah you got yeah. it and, and I've heard I've heard women try to make a big deal out of it like women have definitely so you're not gonna open the door and I'm just like so you're you you are really gonna base everything on this one thing that I don't do but you know you don't know about the million and ten great things that i do yeah open the door that's the most important i know where you stand at that point you ain't hitting it back me and, I, and you, you know no i opened the door <laughs> I, just, I, <laughs> I just wonder it's like are, are some women who are like highly expect that is it is it, is it an idea that was cultivated in their head or is it does it really do something to them that a man is opening the door for them? You know what I mean? Because, like you said, it's it's really an inconvenience. And you know, like I agree, said, your your fucking arm ain't broke. You can open your own fucking door. Like it's not a, you know what I mean? That shouldn't so, be. So, you know, and I, and I don't want to dive into women's heads. And this is this is actually a great conversation because we can go in all the things that what I would call a traditional woman expects of a guy, especially on a first date, right? Open my doors, right? Oh, whether it's a car door, whether it's a restaurant door, pull oh, out restaurant door. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever it might be. Pull out my chair. Don't sit down before I sit down. Shit like that. You know what I mean? That to me, you you find with a more traditional woman. And I think that in this day and age, you're not finding you don't have it's not as many traditional women out there, right? And just because even the dating game has changed. If you go up to a bar, like I did great says. Ain't no, ain't no chair there. You know what I mean? If y'all meeting up, ain't no, ain't no doors to open up. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys are turned off by that because it's like, first of all, I don't even know you. Like, what am I, what am, you know, it's the idea that because I'm a woman, I think we had this conversation of what, uh, being a woman is enough for, for a man. Yeah, that, was, that was last episode. That was last episode, right? So it's the idea that because I'm a woman, that is enough for me to get this this chivalryness, right? Like, which yeah. I can't be chivalry unless I open your door and pull your seat out, shit like that. I, I think and it's I just, just think taught. It's I think it's just taught that you know, you know, a man cares if they open up the door for you. Like, just like you know, for a while it was like you open up the door for the girl, and then if you go over to your side and she unlocks the door and opens it from you, the shit from a, a Brooklyn tale, uh, or a Bronx tale. Yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. lot of dudes were like really looking forward to that and if a woman wasn't doing it, they were like oh nah she ain't the one she women the don't one. never oh. do that shit <laughs> and, 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 and I think it's when a guy tries to to make a woman chivalrous and they find out that it she's not or whatever yeah. she's still a cool person that you really realize that yo that's just really not worth it like it's it's not yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything I mean you could always have your own barometers and your own checklist that's cool but that's on you. You may miss out on something because you're looking for, you know, 
peanuts instead of like looking for mountains. So whatever. Yeah. I feel like I keep the same energy regardless. Um, I open doors for any woman I'm with, whether it's my mother, whether I'm on a date. Uh, I feel like the only exception to that is if I, no, there is no exception to that. I open car doors for 90% of women that I go out with. Have, women have, you, ha- my cars. have you ever had a woman tell you she don't need you to open up her door? No. And if I've, she did, I've been there. Yeah. For real? God damn. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you like I mean if so so I, I can only go off of what I would think. You know, I'd love to hear like how you handle that situation. But if a woman said that to me, I would just be like, Oh, okay, that's cool, but this is how I was raised. This is how my brothers taught me how to do it. This is how my father taught me how to do it. I wanna say that shit. Oh, to, no. each, to each his own, you know what I mean? I'd be like, damn, all right, you go ahead, open that door up for me, then I'll walk through that <laughs> I struck through that shit. I mean, I'll make it a comical situation at Fair that point enough. because okay. it's like yeah. You kind of like horse me at this at this point. I'm trying yeah. to do something nice that at least I thought was nice. And you're like, no, nah, I can open up my own door. Cool. I just don't understand. You open the up the door for me. Let me go through. Yeah, it. say something like, oh, you got the check too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. since we talking, please stop. You treating right? Yeah, I, you flipped that shit. I mean, I can pay for my own meal. Are you sure that's what you want to do? And you're not going to be upset that I didn't pay for your pay meal after the fact because I'm okay with that. Like you got your own, you're independent. A-O-K. I love that about you. This nigga just put the fist up. <laughs> yes, I love that about you. Power to the people, power to the women, and, woman power, all that. And, and my yeah. advice, my advice to women is yo, if you get a guy that doesn't open your door, man, that ain't no reason not to like continue that date. Because honestly, that could also be a top behavior, right? If the guy has great qualities mm-hmm. and y'all, y'all got a good connection, as you start to learn each other. And he starts to learn more about you because he's feeling you. He's going to want to do those things. So it's never a reason, in my opinion, to not continue a date, not go on a date, yeah. not call a guy back, not answer his call. It, because it should like, be minus 100 points. Right. Like, it should be you know maybe I mean? minus five points. And then right. I mean, he does if, other great things. Oh, plus 20. Oh, shit. If, that if, minus five they were really matter, huh? What if they were brought up on that? What if? What if uh, uh, the woman's father was like, these what these are your ex- the expectations you need to have for for young men. If this nigga's taking you out, he he need to open a door for you. Well, if, tell uh, your daddy, tell your daddy to go find you a man there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true, yeah, right? Damn. I'm also trying to understand what are the expectations of a woman, right? Because you know, you got these expectations of what a man should do on a first date or what a man should do to be chivalrous. What is the expectation of a woman? Is she just supposed to look like an eyepiece? Nah, Does bro, anybody that's misogynistic. know? You can't have expectations of women. That's misogynistic. Stop. Does, no, uh, no, but let's be real, because that's a legitimate question. Young, young, young buck, stop. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, is there... Is is are there expectations like we have expectations, quote unquote, for what men the expectations according to a mocha from last well, episode is that a woman is a woman and that should be enough. enough. <laughs> so, so I mean, I think we, we should definitely talk about it from a guy's perspective, because I know for me, when I think about my dating experience, I don't know that I've ever had any expectation of any woman. You know what I mean? Because saying I feel like you you just miss out when you start having these expectations and people don't meet them and it's like up oh, no check check out the box check out the box I think you gotta get you gotta you gotta be open enough to feel people see how people maneuver and shit like that and then you can maybe start having these expectations but my thing is though if you're gonna hang your expectations on the door before anybody even comes on in understand that you're not gonna get the looks or the people walking in the door that you think you are it's gonna be disappointing. You're gonna yeah. be disappointed. I always feel like you gotta go in with an open book, then start to narrow that shit down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know <clears> women, <throat> women is different for women just because of what they experience. Yeah, I gotta say at the same time, we can't you know, we can't necessarily tell people you know how they should do things. If if you want to have those expectations, it is what it is. You know, it might be a little bit harder for you to, to find someone that might be good, but hey, it is what it is. And, and I, I had expectations, but, but my bad. I know you wanted to keep going. You want to go into the next thing, hey, Mike. But I just wanted to share this with me. I did have expectations, right? Um, the expectations I had were learned expectations, either from friends, uh, coworkers, or whomever. Like, for example, one was like, oh, by the third date, she should be picking up the check. So if she doesn't what? pick up the check, does that mean that she's not a good person? You know what I'm saying? Or by, well, if she can't pick up the check, she can at least cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about a lot of those things because I am a giver by nature. But at some point, I am going to expect some level of reciprocity because I just need to know that you are capable of that, right? So never you need to also have 
expectations or standards mm-hmm. or like you're certain saying. things that you need or want for yourself. Maybe you're not going to be hard fast about it or you're not going to go on date one and say, hey, by the way, on the third date, I expect you to pay blah, 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 which could work out in your favor because she's like, how you know there's going to be a third date? You could like wait and see or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, everybody should have expectations at, at some point or another. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a first date. Uh, it could be the tenth date or whatever, but I think everybody should have expectations, including men. Right, just not right out the gate. Yeah. Well, you know, thank you guys. You know, I, I think I learned a lot today. <laughs> Shit, I you know, I, this, is, this is something I didn't get to experience, so uh, it's it's very interesting. And I tell you what, I, the great sound like he could write a book on it. I like the way you flipped a lot of that shit. Hey man, listen, comfortable, I was, comical. I, I went through it, man, and yeah. you never, you never understood that shit though. Yeah, I did. Like, it no, took me some didn't. time. I said yeah. I didn't. I, I agree, motherfucker. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I think Greg got some animosity. Right, yeah, yeah, because he just gave so much crap about it. I'm like, yo, you just don't understand. And yeah. he used his man in a relationship already for the rest of my life since yeah, the yeah. end of life logic. And I, I'm I like, think, that shit does not apply. I think Greg got a, a, a valid point there, yo. How you okay. gonna come at him? But you may never experience that shit. Yo. <laughs> okay, niggas, I apologize. <laughs> How you wait from outside the club? You can't even get mm-hmm. it. Right, right. I mean, you know, you, you think you can give knowledge from, from different perspectives. But yeah, no, I appreciate you guys telling me that. And Ike the Great, I apologize. <laughs> you know, if you still hold it on to that. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we should move on to the next topic. And today is Saturday. And the election was on Tuesday. And it took us four days to find out something that, you know, a lot of us already knew was going to happen. And uh, for a lot of did our... We? I did. Oh, okay. And we can get into it, right? We're going to get into it. But uh, for a lot of our international listeners, if you don't know, we have a new president that will begin working in January. And first <laughs> fingers crossed. Word. <laughs> word, word, word. So I just want to give a, a congratulations to, to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, the first yeah, female the first. vice president. And who happens to be black, black and Indian. And Indian. And, you know, that, that's Asian dope. vice that's president. Dope. I mean, you know, Kamala Harris, a real talk. You know, we gotta, we gotta talk about everything. She's, she is the first, first woman vice president, first black woman vice president, first South Asian, Asian black <laughs> president. First, Sheesh. she, she is the, uh, she is holds the highest office any woman could hold. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, like she cracked the ceiling. No, she brought that bitch down. <laughs> yeah, like she yeah. brought it down. So, congratulations to them. Um, a lot of people are out here saying, like, what are they going to do? I said, well, let's let them get their foot in the door first, and then we can start talking about foot, um, No, let Trump get out first. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. just start so, today. So I, I, let's give a little bit of backstory here in this topic. Um, I know Ike the Gray and, and Young Buck have been um, going back and forth with me and Obi-Wan as far as our views on, I guess, the the two primary parties, you know, Republican and Democrat. So mm-hmm. I, let me ask you guys first. Party you guys, system. Yeah, two-party system. How do you guys feel about, you know, Democrats winning the, the presidential election? Like, Oh, I got I get to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Please. Oh, nah, man. Congratulations to those uh, lying-ass motherfuckers. Uh, um, <laughs> Goodness gracious. Glad we got, we got that out the way. <laughs> More power to them. Hey, listen, man, I got to stay true to myself, man, in that regard. But no, uh, on the real, right, I think uh, when the whole Kamala uh, uh, selection went out, I, I you know I went on a soapbox because that was the episode that we uh, we made all intentions of championing uh, and supporting black women. And I said, you know, uh, I, I would vote for the possibility of the future uh, first black vice president in the United right. States a, a, as a woman, right? Mm-hmm. With that being said, I wrote in Kanye West as my um, as my vote. So I'm just kidding. Oh, so you you were one of the 50,000 people that voted for him. No, no, I didn't vote for, I didn't vote for Kanye West at all. But I will let the cat out the bag for the first time and say that I did vote for Joe Biden's punk ass. And I the, knew that shit. The, the, I knew that the, shit too. The, 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 the lovely, the lovely black queen. That's in, what it was. And Kamala Absolutely. Harris. Um, Men showing uh, out for black women, huh? Hey, man, you know, uh, they can't say that we don't or we didn't, even though they really can, because I know Obi-Wan has a note at the bottom saying that black uh, men still, still that, acting that, up in these that's, streets. Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. 
but yeah. but yeah, uh, congratulations to the Democrats. Um, I think from a party perspective, again, I'm agnostic in that regard, but I can tell that, you know, yes, Joe Biden was a lesser of uh, both evils or seemingly what? so, and that and that Trump was a piece of shit that had to get out of office. I mean, that what? that was that was crystal clear. You so know what I'm at- saying? As somebody who's never voted before, and this mm-hmm. being your first time voting, was it? And because there's a lot of questions, and I'm, I want you to try to answer all of them. So, sure. did you? Were you? Were you voting? And wait for me to get done. Were you voting for Joe Biden? Were you voting against Trump? Were you voting for Kamala? Or were you voting because he needed to go? Like, what was number one priority, or was it something else? What was the number one priority for you that really drove you to vote? Number one priority was he needed to go. Okay. Number two priority was voting for Kamala. Okay. Okay. But because right. she's not the president, you know what I'm saying. So it's right, like right. she might he, be soon. He, he needed. He needed to go. And and I, I I gotta say this as a as a non-voter, as somebody that truly relishes that view and position of being a non-voter, I a lot a, a little bit of me died inside a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I really am passionate about the fact that I don't partake in what I call this clown show, as you can see, it is currently a clown show. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So when I partook of it, I uh, I felt like I wasn't being true to myself, but yeah, I understood yeah, yeah. in my head it was for the bigger and the greater good. So I was just like, I'm gonna eat this one. Mm. Wow. Well, thank Young you for, for sharing, man. I appreciate that. For the podcast, you know what I mean? Let's do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that too. Um, yeah, Young Buck? <laughs> oh, <he's just> <laughs> no, what's up? Plead the fifth. Like, like, fuck y'all. I'm not answering. Nah, that. plead the fifth. What's up? You, you say young buck? Yes. Just yeah, yeah, like we right, asked the question. Your, I guess. Your, what is your thoughts? Your idea. Right, right, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. There you go. Um, you, you don't have to go. No, no, that's cool. Oh, ain't no shame in my game. Um, I'm, first of all, I'm happy. I'm thankful. Uh, you know that Joe Biden won. I agree with the with the rhetoric that that Trump needed to go. Um. I definitely think that we needed somebody in there who can continue to do things as they have been done uh, for hundreds of years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's just be honest. Trump was was veering way <laughs> off the fucking course. Yeah, I mean, like as black people, we give a nigga two suspect lefts, and Trump is on like his seventh. So this shit is it, it, we need a, we need a course correction. But um, that's just, that's about as far as it goes for me. Um, I'm, I, I do not share the rhetoric that, that this is fresh and new and, and a vibrant um, um, team coming in. This is very much business as usual. This is, in the words of Jay-Z, this is politics as usual. You know what I mean? These people are going to come in and push the same politics, the same rhetoric that motherfuckers have been unhappy with for decades. Yeah. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, like, so let me not say that. I say it with a caveat because, you know, there is hope that there will be change and that, that our voices hope. have been heard. However... I am severely skeptical of that. You know, well, I'm, I'll wait. And if I'm wrong, I will, I will be the first to admit that I am wrong. Yeah, and young Buck, we, we had this conversation yesterday. And, you know, some things that we got to keep in mind, and it takes a full team. And, you know, a lot of people use Obama as, as an example because he was the first black president. And they, they, they say he didn't do anything. But we got to keep in mind that, like, his second term, you know, the Democrats didn't run the Senate. And the Senate stopped every single thing that he was trying to do. You know, just imagine if Obamacare came out during his uh, second term, you know, that wouldn't have passed either. So so then if know, that's the case, is this really a win? Because like, let's be honest, yes, well, Joe Biden won, but they don't have they, they don't have control of the Senate. So what? what not currently, but they may. They it's possible that they could still get the Senate. So before we get too deep, 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 deep into politics, I do right. want to stay a little bit surface level. And I want to kind of focus on, I still want to kind of focus on y'all two and just mm-hmm. kind of ask y'all, because when when everything was going on, like I thought about y'all and what y'all was going to decide to do, if y'all were going to decide to vote and who are you going to decide to vote for? Because for me, uh, it was really it's like a moral thing. Yo. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's and that's kind of how I view it. Mm-hmm. I want to know if like was there like a meeting of non-voters you know what i mean like I, I, yeah, i'm we like i blew the non-voter horn and niggas just gathered no i'm i'm dead ass because you know i don't know many non-voters but i'm yeah. curious i'm curious of the conversations that y'all have with yourselves 
because I, I, I think I kind of understand why you don't vote. And we ob- obviously we disagree with it. We've had many disagreements about it. Yeah. But for me, I felt like there was I pre- no- I appreciate no- you saying that. I don't think, I, I never thought that y'all understand why we don't vote. I mean, I, I get it, yo. I, no, I, get, I mean, I get it too. I, I, I get y'all be disrespectful as fuck sometimes. Don't be- <laughs> Everybody says, gets- says a nigga that was trolling the last week. Oh, I had one- to, yo, because y'all be disrespecting our position. Or better yet, he said he lost a piece of himself and he had to vote. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did. you know what I mean? So you understand. But my thing is like, to me, it was like, how could you not step up and do it this time around mm-hmm. when, when, when we are in a such polarized environment and there is so much shit happening in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to sit here and think like, yo, what is the mindset that are y'all talking to each other? Are y'all having conversations with each other? Like, or what would your, what would your conversation be to somebody else that decided not to, or that wasn't thinking about it? And you had made up your mind that you were going to. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I, but you know, to, to young bucks, you know, joke. I feel like that's really what happened. Like somebody sounded a horn and like, you know, because as non-voters, as people who are independent, we, we kind of sit back and we just watch everything objectively, right? We are not party people. So we're not like, oh, the Republicans are this. The I don't really think Republicans are all bad. But when you talk about it from a moral perspective, and I said that Donald Trump had to go, I have to look at the Republican Party sideways for continue to side with that seemingly an autocrat right so it it, it was like yeah um we kind of noticed that shit like the shit was bad before but now it's worse and we were like yeah we we, i think we're going to be okay with the bad uh the lesser of two evils may not be just that bad like we we may just want to rock with that because the lesser two evils like you know, for, for the longest time, you know, Republicans, well, especially for like people of color have been looked at as, you know, the evilest and Democrats, the lesser of two evils. Right. But, you know, even with Bush, Bush won as bad as Trump, like Trump just, it, it was the worst. It was the worst. And he incited riots and hate and bigotry and yeah. a whole bunch of things that directly affected me as a black person. You know what I'm saying? directly affected me as, you know, somebody that knows other black people. So it's just, or somebody that knows, uh, you know, gay, trans people, somebody that knows, you know, whoever else that Donald Trump talked so much trash about, somebody that knows, you know, immigrants to this country from Mexico, uh, somebody that saw children being separated from their parents because they were like, yeah, they gotta go because they're illegal. Like, I understand that they got to go because they're illegal, but it could have been done in a whole better way. It could have been done a whole lot humanely. So it's it's just sitting back and seeing shit like that. This is the United States of America, the land of the free home of the brave. You know what I'm saying? We should have been able to do shit a lot better than it was done in the last four years. And I, and I understand maybe you want to enforce, you know, getting rid of immigrants, but do that shit better. Maybe you want to enforce, uh, you know, keeping the economy uh, at, at tip top shape during the pandemic, but do that shit a lot better than it, it's been done. And I feel like in the reckless nature of the, you know, Donald Trump, he didn't do that. I've been wondering what he's been doing since Tuesday. Can I, I know he ain't been president. They he said he been golfing. President. golfing. He was golfing. He was golfing. I know this is crazy. Golfing. Can I just ask a question though? Because no, the weather's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I, I keep hearing this rhetoric, the lesser of two evils. We need to choose the lesser of two evils and just see what happens and be okay with it. That shit does not make fucking sense to me. Because like, to me, when I hear the lesser of two evils, and I said this, I said this yesterday while, while A. Mike and I were talking, yo, to me, the lesser of two, when I hear people say the lesser of two evils, you're just comparing Hitler to Stalin or Stalin to Idi Amin. Both of them niggas killed people. Just because Idi Amin only killed 5, 000, 5 million versus 10 million does not make him any less of an evil person. So this Young notion that we're picking the less, the lesser of two evils, you're still fucking yourselves. Young Buck, yo. I, and I'm gonna be real with you guys. The most people that I hear say lesser of two evils are non-voters. What? Yeah. People, I understand. People who vote are not looking at the lesser of two evils, right? Now, I can understand why somebody who votes says that to non-voters because they're trying to get the, to trying to, to entice them. 
But mm-hmm. most non-voters say, I'm not going to pick between the lesser of two evils. I've only it's- heard voters say that. I've only oh. heard I've okay. only heard people who are trying to, to persuade me. But that's what people are trying because, to because, justify because it's coming, their own decision. Because it's coming from non-voters, in my, in my personal opinion. I know you got your own. So when I think about why someone voted for Biden over Trump, it ain't because, well, Biden's the lesser of two evils. I think there's a whole lot of good that Biden can do for this country that Trump hasn't done. Now, it could also be that he's going to do less bad than <laughs> Trump has done, right? That's 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 very possible. That's but I, but yo, what I'm Donald saying is- Trump has not been presidential, yo. The country is, is not safe while he's in office. You know, he's-, he's, he's I don't even want to get into that because I don't want to get niggas angry because I have so many questions. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that because I think I think that's beside the point. I'm just I'm trying to I'm just trying to focus on voting here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most people who are voting aren't looking at the lesser of two evils, right? We're looking at what we feel that these candidates are going to bring into this country, bring into this economy, bring into us individually. So that idea that the lesser of two evils, let's, honestly, I think is being pushed by non-voters, and so. I, mean, I, I, I don't admit, feel. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't feel that you should put that on us okay. as a, as as. I can as, admit, I've like, said it. as bullshit. I think that's y'all bullshit. You know what I mean? I mean I'm, I'm okay. Saying, but, but if that's the case, if that's the case, if I'm looking at this objectively speaking, neither of them, neither of them speak to my issues. And then if I'm being even more honest, technically speaking, the party that that Donald Trump comes from speaks more to my issues than the, the personal issues that I believe in than. Which for is, instance, no, it's just one. It's fucking for guns. No, but that's 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 not all it is. <laughs> for, no, <laughs> but it is it is guns because like if, if we're being honest, right? But, but look wait, at it because a wait. lot of a lot before, of Republicans. Before you go on, Young Buck. Before you go on, I want you to explain what those interests are. I'm trying and want, to, and then I want to know why you didn't vote Republican. I'm trying to. So what I'm saying is that there are there are issues that I agree with on on both sides, right? So for instance, two two very basic issues, right? Is I believe that women should have the right to choose whether or not they want to have a baby. So I believe in women's right to choose for abortion. Okay. However, I also believe in guns, mm-hmm. right? I have very Republican um, views when it comes to foreign policy, right? Minding our own fucking business, if possible, mm-hmm. bringing jobs back to America, mm-hmm. right? I, I also, but I also understand the implications of that, right? That, that prices are going to rise because we're not fucking paying children pennies to do shit, mm-hmm. right? I understand that, but those are my views. Like a lot of the, I have a lot of, I like to say I'm, I'm in the middle. I lean one way or another, depending, you're right? Probably, you're in, you're, uh, what is it, independent? Yeah, independent. I mean, but, but that's what I, that's what I, that's what I, mm-hmm. I choose to be. And, so and to that's, answer, that's fine. To answer your first question, now, uh, sorry, could you read it? Could you say again the second part of that, Obi-Wan? The second part of that question, because you, you asked two questions. So I was just going to say, why didn't you vote Republican? Oh, why, I'm, listen, I'm listening to you now, and I'm like, well, why are you a non-voter? Like, both part, both candidates be, from this election, last election, the election before that, the election before that, the election before that, have all spoke to what you believe in. Why aren't you voting, or why are you a non-voter? Because I keep the same energy. If I don't think, <laughs> if I don't think um, Joe Biden is going to, at least with the issues that I believe, from his part, from his side, if I don't think that he's going to help with those issues, why the fuck would I think Donald Trump is? So Just because Donald think... Trump says he likes guns does not mean he's actually going to help anything. If, if I'm right, being honest, man. he's okay. passed more he's passed more stringent exactly. gun registration laws I mean, than Obama and um, okay. and, and motherfuckers before Republican. him. Exactly. Okay. Like if I'm being honest, like I, I can't understand. Buy my guns. I can understand that, but Obi Wan does have a good point. There's been other presidential presidents. That are Republicans that did. Um, I know, supported needs. Yeah, I supported Ron Ron Paul uh, four years ago, and motherfuckers was clowning the fuck out of me. I supported Ron Paul, and he's so a Republican. I, so you supported him in the primary? In the yeah, 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 in the primaries. So you I mean, voted in the matter. Republican primary. So you registered as a Republican? No, 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 no. I, I didn't. Vote, so I didn't vote <laughs> because you also you also. <laughs> I didn't vote. I supported him. Is what I'm saying. I'm not a registered Republican, so I can't like just go out and vote for that. Well, I, I and I said this before. I the Great and Young Buck are different non-voters. No, absolutely. Yeah, they, 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 are diff- they are different non-voters. Right? Well, so so my reasoning right is, I gotta sit back. Well, one, it it stems from coming from a politically corrupt country in Nigeria, right? All, all countries are. The United States is politically corrupt as well, but. Nigeria is so fucking blatant with that shit, right? So growing up in that regime, I didn't trust shit. I don't trust those motherfuckers. Point blank period. Politicians, I don't trust. So it's, you know, moving here 
and then watching, sitting back and having a chance to watch and seeing the lies, seeing them promise shit over and over just not to make doing the promises. And I know they always want to say, oh, the Senate, the Congress, the House. I don't even understand none of that shit. <laughs> but it's like, yo, you promise to do some shit. You ain't do that shit. And when you can't do that shit, you say, oh, the Senate, the Congress, the House. You blame it on other people, but the fact that you shouldn't have been promising that shit. Or when you promise that shit, I would do this if X, Y, and Z yeah. happens. But it just seems like so many empty promises out there. You know I, I thought that was understood, though. But, yeah. To oh, whom? But why, but why should it be? To well, new voters? Because I, if you understand the government structure, you know one man or one woman can't do it by themselves. Then why fucking make these promises? So I, I, I agree with the, with the point that I agree made, right? Empty promises. I don't think they start out as empty promises. I, I, you know what I mean? The wall was an empty fucking but, promise. But <laughs> what, what I was... Well, you said the wall? Yeah, that was well, the wall. Anything, the wall any, that was an empty promise. Anything so Trump said... Back home, bring anything back home, Trump jobs? said was... A, was an empty promise. That was promise. an empty fucking promise. But let's look at let's look at Obama though. Getting the troops, Obama. Let's look at him. Let's, let's the look at Obama. Right? Out of Iraq. You don't you don't want to look at Obama. Let's look at Obama, right? Because he made he made a he made a lot of promises, and one of the big ones was health care, and he was able to get that done. But let's look at how he got that done. He got that done by no, he got it done by executive order, right? And I think we had the Senate and we had the House at that time, right? But my point is. No Republican supported that. They were 100% against that, right? That then goes back to the state, right? What did we as voters do at the state level, right? Why did we put someone in, in the state level that doesn't really support our views? And, and so it's, it's really a trickle down effect, right? You want the president to do X, Y, and Z. You got to make sure that that senator is in line, right? Then you got to make sure that that governor's in line. Then you got to make sure that your local uh, delegates and congressmen, you got to make sure that they're in line. So it's not like, it's not just looking at the president and say, well, you're giving me empty promises. I don't think Trump actually tried to do a lot of the things that he said. Right? I do think Obama tried to do a lot of things that he said. I and after, after he kept doing it without Republican support, they kind of said, all right, we about to shut this down. We about to stop it. And therefore not much came after that. You know so what I mean? So I know Trump, um, I have friends like in border states. I definitely know he tried to do some shit with the wall, including using executive order to take a billion dollars or like a few billion dollars from uh, some part of the from, government to fund his from, wall. From the military. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't, even, it wasn't even about the empty promise. It was the dumbest empty promise. What the fuck is a wall gonna fucking do? Now, that Trump, was just to that was just to placate his the fucking idiots in on those yeah. in those border states because everybody, everybody knows down there the way they're getting in is through fucking tunnels, not fucking jumping over fences. <laughs> Again, Yo, that shit worked though. For his you realize they call the Chapo the tunnel man for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> but let me but let me tell you, my, my my wife is from D.C. She's all about the wall. You know what I, I mean? I know there's some there's you know some I mean? hardcore hardcore nationalists. Because I, I'll, I'll call them that, and they're not racist. They're just all about America. All America, right? Yeah, that, that believe I, young, in being all about America. Young Buck said that's what he was about. And so for 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 my my wife, you know, immigration, she don't think that people should be here that are illegal. Like she illegally, exactly. You know what I mean? And so because of that, she believed in the wall because she thinks that those people should be prevented from coming here. So I, you know, I. We're never going to get a candidate that shares all our views, and we're never going to get a candidate that's going to push everything that we want. But I do think that it's more than just a president. I do think that, and we have this conversation all the time. Like, yo, you got to, you got to, it's got to start with your local government, and then you got to work your way up, right? We want things to get done during Biden's presidency, but yet we voted Mitch McConnell. We voted Mitch McConnell back in the Senate. We know he ain't going to push nothing for the Democrats. Can I just tell him how he's been? You know what I mean? So it's things like that. Can I just say, though, because I, I, you, that's a great point, Obi-Wan. And, and I think it highlights a bigger issue. And that is the inefficiency of our fucking government. Because if you, if you have to start from a top, a bottom up approach every single time you get a new president or every single time you regain control of the Senate, you ain't never going to get shit done. Because if you think about it, it's going to take Biden at least two maybe four, probably eight years Real to talk, get enough control to do what he needs to do. Oh, Obama fucked shit up and he started 
during his presidency when is when this partisanship started, right? Before Obama, people actually worked together across the aisle. But since Obama, and, I, and they don't work Obama's, together. They don't. Clear. Well, it was it was a uh, black man in office, and then it was kind of his fault. Like, he he wasn't willing to work across the aisle. He wasn't willing to wait for the Republicans to get on board to try to meet them at what because they, they were playing games. Though I mean that's that's a whole other conversation. But, but I, I'm not going to put it solely on him. But I do agree with you, Obi Wan. At the end of the day, we have to educate ourselves on local government. I mean, Maryland is a, is a is a good example. Everybody thought that. Um, when the governor race happened that automatically it was just gonna be a Democrat and then we got a Republican in there and Maryland is a democratic state. And so, you know, those are things that we have to think about is understanding who's gonna run an office for our local government and then work our way up. He's done a great job though. Yeah. He's done a great job during this pandemic, but I think there are other things that people aren't happy with, but there's nothing, Absolutely. you're not gonna get everything that you want, yo. Yeah. Like, if, if you're gonna be a, a public figure for the people, then you have to be for all the people. And that means you won't give some Democrats what they want, and you won't give some Republicans what they want, some independents what they want, some non-voters what they want. And that's what's gonna keep people coming back, yo. We're never gonna be happy with 100% of what our elected officials are giving us, which is why we need to make sure we continue to vote them in or vote them out. This feels me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Oh, yeah. The next topic is your topic. Are we done? Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought we were about to have some jokes real quick about you know the fact that Trump may not get out of office. Uh, I think we should have some jokes about that shit. <laughs> and what that shit's gonna look like. And this is scary. The proud, if the Proud Boys are still standing back and standing by. And you know all these people in the streets celebrating. Were you guys on edge? I ain't gonna lie, my my wife had me on edge, yo. She had me on edge so bad that the other day, she's like, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> not in Maryland. <laughs> yes, in Maryland. Like, I not had to get in, not in Maryland or DC. I mean, maybe in DC. DC on edge because everybody converges there. But yeah. I think if I was in Pennsylvania, which is a battleground state, and it came very close, and you know Trump is fueling all this, uh, un, uh factless claims. Or Georgia, I, or I was Michigan, worried. Like I was or Michigan. I was watching. I was watching as they were counting the votes in Fulton County, uh, the blackest county in the United States of America. And I was like, "Yo, they're showing these people's faces. I feel scared for them. It's a whole bunch of black people." And I even heard a reporter say, "Hey, what steps are you taking to protect yeah, uh, the that people that are counting these that are counting these ballots?" Because People are taking this shit personal, and you know the people that are doing it. They've reported that hey, it's Republicans, it's Democrats, Democrats alike, just in here, just trying to get this shit done as quickly and as uh, correctly as possible. And you know, in that bubble, that's what it is. But outside the bubble, there there are people that are ignorant that are listening to you know lies and baseless claims, and they're trying to bring harm to people who they think are stealing the election or you know not respecting their votes. So. Yeah, no, my, my wife, crazy man. It my is. wife has been on edge since '88, man. She, we got a, we got to go bags. We got food. She she's ready to lock it down. To go bags. Yeah. <laughs> Where you going, right? It's, a food. First of all, it's a pandemic. They ain't letting Americans in nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I told I told my, I told my cousin to apply for uh, citizenship for me in, in Canada. I could I could I could shovel some snow. She said, Are "You sure?" She sent a picture of the fucking. <laughs> of, of October, mid-October, and it's snowing already. I was like, Fuck yeah, that. I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who's, like, chill about this shit. And I'm, like, quote-unquote in, in the... You yeah, chill? You chill? Shut up, yo. Because if shit happened, I'm good. <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure I just heard... Gotta... First of all, let me tell you something, yo. You are one lonely motherfucker where you are right now, yo. All right? It's just you. I know. That's perfect. You know why? Because if shit hit the fan, it's a target-rich and fucking environment. I know everybody around me ain't friendly. So I don't got to worry about accidentally killing the wrong people. That's a fact. <laughs> You're crazy. Yo, I'm pretty sure I heard this nigga claiming his gun in the background before we started. Nah. Yeah. Nah, man. But you know what? It's funny, but it's not funny. I'm hoping that we do get a peaceful transfer of power, man. Fuck, that would be nice. Fuck no. So I, want I, the, I, I want the drama. I'm not going to lie, yo. I want the drama. I, you, I'm winning. Okay. But which, what drama are you asking for? Though? I don't know, man. The smoke, man. I want to see uh, the smoke. I don't want to be part of it. I just want to watch. I was about watch. to say, you're not even ready for that. So I don't nah, even know yet. why you're asking for that, man. I just want, listen, I want to be entertained, man. I don't think y'all understand that. Like, this <laughs> entire thing was entertaining for me. We like, have I, to be careful. 
I know she still want to see some shit that's gonna happen where Trump comes back and is like, oh shit, I'm the president, bitches. Fuck all y'all motherfuckers, and I'm gonna put y'all in concentration camps. Like, I yeah, that's good, honey. That might happen because what Donald Trump is doing right now is the equivalent of a man seeing his wife cheat on him and then he laugh. We know what's gonna happen next. Go crazy. Honestly, is golfing right now. That's not good. Honestly. Maybe not. I think he's been more calm than I expected. I would have expected more tweets the out of him. for the storm, nigga? You know, I would have expected more tweets out of him, yo. But at the end of the day, yo, if he puts things in perspective, yo, he is probably a three, five, ten billion dollars richer than what he was when he started office, which is really amazing. Yeah. I mean, all the money he's yeah, making he off be. of the off of the Secret yeah. Service, people that people that only want to stay at his hotels Hotel, because he's yeah. the president, people, foreign, foreign leaders and foreign nationals coming here to only stay at his hotels. I mean, I think he wants the power because he craves that power and that attention. But I think he realizes that the Republican Party is his party. If he wants to run in 2024, he's going to have mad freaking support. Which he has already yeah. mentioned. Yeah, yeah yo. That nigga got 70 million people on his roster. He good. Yeah, man. So and, and so this is a question to you politically charged individuals. Do you think <laughs> that the Republicans are going to end up getting split or do you think they're just going to eat another piece of humble pie from Trump and bring him back on the ticket in 2024. It's yet um, to be seen. Yeah. If you ask me now, they're going to bring it back. If they if will. if if some of these old some if some of these traditional Republicans start standing up a little bit more and stepping mm-hmm. up a little bit more because mm-hmm. I think I think what we secretly don't know is that a lot of them don't like Trump. A lot we, of them, no, no, we know. you know what we, I mean. We a, know. a lot of them didn't want him to win this election. Now they probably voted for him because they want to maintain that power. Republican, yeah, you know. Wave. But but at the end of the day, they not they not shitting in their bed or upset that he lost. They kind of like, all right, let's get shit back to normal. So yeah, we, I, I don't we're gonna I see don't, how things play agree. out. I think once he's out, he's done because right now the Republicans need to figure out what their identity is. They are he, split, like you said. It's, no, but he but, has but if you too much at, power. In the but party. listen, listen, he almost lost Texas and he almost lost Florida. That shit has never been that close. Let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? Arizona. Please, but let me tell you something. Understand. He has the second most votes for a president ever in the history Correct. of the U.S. So at the end of the day, I got theories about that. at the end of the day, as, but, but as, when, as, as somebody that's a senator that has constituents that voted for Trump. I'm going to appease them. If I come but, out and say yeah. I don't support Trump, guess what? That's votes that you lose. If you look in those red states, a lot of Democratic um, people came out of there and voted no, against no, him. No, 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 no. Let's we're not talking about, about we're talking about, about Republicans, though. But we're not talking not, about not Democrats, especially but, about Texas. About so a lot of a lot of California Democrats relocated to Texas. Like this well, is a known fact. But why are we talking about Democrats? Who no, no, no. So this is this was to to a Mike's point about um. This the uh them him Joe Biden almost taking Texas. It wasn't because they they were anti-Trump. It's because it's a lot of transplants in Texas. Half of the very much that red voted state. is not anti-Trump. I think Thank we you. need to realize that. Yeah, he yeah. has he has he has damn near fifty percent of the voters' support. Yeah, that's, seventy million. That's, yeah. What Republicans have proven is that they care about that. They care about the party. And if Trump is the party in twenty twenty four. He's but what is the party though? Like that's the thing. It's like what Trump. is it? It's Trump. That's <laughs> the am, party, yo. That's I the party. I don't to see that because if it had to be somebody else but Trump, like if they went through the primaries, it'll be very important for Trump to to um to say okay. Primary? Say that again. You think there'd be a primary? The people coming up now that would be in that primary look, look up to Trump. No, Hogan does no, not. No, I don't think they look up. And Hogan, Hogan is already. Hogan, Hogan doesn't have enough support. I don't think not they yet. look up to Trump, but I, I'm just saying, like, it'll Trust. be important. It'll be important for whoever wins the primary to be endorsed by Trump. And we know Trump don't play ball, so if Trump doesn't endorse whoever comes up, then they're going to fucking lose. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm curious to see is that yeah. if if they choose not to go with Trump, is Trump going to endorse somebody else? Because you, you if know, he doesn't, they're going to fucking lose. Only only time to tell, but we know people have short memories. If Trump gets out of office and he disappears, he's not disappearing. He was he he was on the he was very much on the scene beforehand. 
That's true. when Barack yeah. was in, in office. In office, yeah. And yeah. there were no talks about him even I, running at that point. That's if that nigga doesn't but end he up was, He was building New York the is still New York is still that's after him. That's a valid point. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, we are not a poli- uh, political podcast, so let's let's talk yeah, about what the fuck we, else we go. What the fuck we, else we going to talk we, about? We just spent a lot of time on the entire on, world on, is on pause watching this yeah. shit. So we, we the other thing. The other thing is the world, yo. We look bad to the world, yo. We gotta keep that in mind. Yo. We always look not bad to the world. Not the nationalists, they don't give a fuck. My my aunt was in, in Nigeria. Oh my gosh, she was stressed out. You know, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even my, yeah, even my uncle that came from Nigeria had a conversation about. It. He says I have absolutely no goddamn interest in this, but y'all need to get that motherfucker out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is verbatim. I mean, there, he was putting travel bans on 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 countries. Like people want to come here. Yeah. You know, people got friends and families here. Word. Like, so they have a vested interest in 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 the political nature but, of this country. But they felt like you know he not only did he bring America down, he was bringing the world down. So. He was you bringing know, the world down. Let's hop on a not-so-rapid fire. I do break it back. Pew, 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 pew. Plow, plow, plow. Pew, 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 pew. Yes. Not-so-rapid fire. It hasn't been this hype since you left, man. That's a fact. Glad to be so back. We, we appreciate that. And I'm, I'm actually going to skip all this shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> and no. uh, I'm going to jump to uh, an IG post that we put up. And uh, skipping all this shit for real. A few of us yeah. had had some uh, had some. Uh, we, we can come back to it if you want after the fact. A few of us had some just some thoughts, like you know, what the hell is going on with some of our women listeners out there? And so, um, the IG post that we put out there was, you know, for our listeners was, you know, um, are you? I, I got. I don't know. It, if it, it was based off of a conversation we had in episode seventy nine, um, and it had something to do with what I said regarding. Are women keeping the same energy when it comes to being understanding about you know black men dating uh, white women or dating outside of their race? And so the question was posed: Are you okay with a black man dating a white woman, and vice versa? Um, are you okay with a black woman dating a, a white a white man? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> My bad. For, you you seem kind of stuck. So. Thanks for finishing it up for me. Anyway, a white pointed out. Uh, um, what did you point out, A Mike? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I pointed out is we have the luxury of seeing who views our, our post, and I noticed that uh, we had a lot more people who viewed it than people that answered. In particular, there was a lot more men who were willing to give an honest answer, whereas women looked at the post but not, did not um, comment on the post. We even had someone, a listener who said there has to be more context and gave her explanation on why she would not like a black man dating a white woman. And I just thought it was interesting. I almost feel like it's a, it's a cop-out in a sense. It's like, you know, we want to know, like, what's going on? Like, how do you feel? Men are okay with being honest, but it just seems like women don't want to go there for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, it, it just seemed as though that the women didn't want to admit that they have a bias to- Double standard? A double standard to <laughs> right. uh, black men dating white women, but they're okay with white women, white women. white white men. I mean, white men dating black women. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, and the person that did respond, she said that, uh, "Well, I need some context because I'm not okay with it if it's a black man that thinks white women are better." Whereas there was no context needed; it was just a point blank statement. Do you have a problem with it or not? Like in general. Those are nuanced situations where uh, a black man dates a white woman because she thinks white because he thinks white women are better. But truthfully, I think I think black men don't like black men who date white women because they feel like they're better than black women. Like if that's the situation, we don't fuck with that either. Yeah. But you know, in general, we don't. I don't think we care. We don't care. I don't. I don't care across the board. Yeah, I don't care. And, and you know, I, I think one of the arguments that I've heard from women is that um, the reason why they're okay with it is because the idea that they don't feel that there's enough black men, um, good black men out there for black women, or there's enough good black men out there that want to be with black women. So they're left kind of trying to settle for um, 
what's out there, which is one of the reasons why they do. So that's one of the arguments that I've heard about it. So it's not necessarily that, it, but, but they don't agree with it, but yet that's kind of like the only option. Uh, but I definitely would, and we probably got to pose this to our women listeners again, because I, I definitely am curious, like, what is it? What is it really? Because I don't think that, I don't think most black men care. I do think there are a few. I don't think most black men care, but I do think there are more black women that have an issue with this um, and have this double standard. I think it's having the issue and having the double standard. Now, if you don't care either, if you don't like it either way, okay. But if, you, if you're okay with black women dating white men, but you're not okay with the black men dating white women, you have an issue with it and you have this double standard. I'm just curious as to what that really is about. I mean, so I, I understand like it though. I understand uh, uh, a black woman's perspective. It's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of trauma that's happened over the course of the years that has black women feeling a ways towards this. Black men have said a lot of fuck shit. Uh, They have felt uh, slighted on so many situations and vice versa, right? Black men have felt slighted by black women, which is the reason why some of them go after white women. So again, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You will never find the answer to this question. I just hope shit gets better. Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well there you have it guys episode 80 you found out the answer to what came first the chicken or the egg a mike boogie said it was the chicken yeah i mean i mean take that listen, shit to the bank it's, it's, it's definitely interesting and i just thought that was hilarious that there was a lot of women who saw it and did not answer and that there, there needed to be context to explain why they had an issue <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that shit was funny but yeah yeah i mean yeah, that does it for not so rapid fire. All right. <laughs> I guess we go to shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with my usual shout out to black people, uh, especially with Joe Biden winning. Um, black people feel like this is a win for them. Um, <laughs> that thing so, is definitely trolling. <laughs> so black people feel like this is a no, win for them. No, but definitely a win in electing the first uh, female black vice president. So, yeah, so uh, shout, shout out, out to black women. Yeah, shout out to black women. Shout out to black people. Uh, as usual, stay blessed, stay safe, stay empowered. All uh, right. Anyone else? Yes, I have two shout outs. My first shout out uh, is to Sean Adedigi. That's how you say his name. I don't know how Americans say that. Adedigi, probably. But he's a 27-year-old who is taking part in the $16 billion legal pot industry with his company Elevate. Uh, fun fact about Sean was that in, when he was 13, he was arrested for illegally selling uh, marijuana. And now at the age of 27, he is legally selling it and making money from it. So shout out. You to know, I saw the story on that guy. I didn't even, I didn't know his name. I just saw like a brief story. I had no idea he was Nigerian. That's dope. Oh, yeah. That's so that he's able to capitalize in that game that is actually dominated, unfortunately, by um White men. <laughs> oh yeah, man. They 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 will. In my mind, I feel like somebody somewhere, a chemist, was waiting. They already had like a hydroponic some shit somewhere, just waiting for that shit to be decriminalized. And they were like, yeah. "Oh, let's go!" Like, cause yeah. the way that that shit fucking uh, took off, took off so quickly was like, "Yo, yeah. you you were waiting in the way like somebody told you something. Yeah, like knew. you had shit. And white the people shit that you had, the white people. The shit that you had was illegal at that point." But you know, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, Second shout out is to another Nigerian American, 31-year-old Adeoye Owolewa is how you say his name. I don't know how he says it in America. Oye Owolewa, probably. I don't know. But uh, he is a Nigerian-born Democrat who who was elected into the United States Congress, becoming the first ever Nigerian to achieve this feat so congratulations to Oye mm. uh, I almost shit it on that one but yeah congrats to uh, that young gentleman there yeah, did you, why did you want to shit on it my father sent me that uh, article on that guy and he said hopefully one of you guys would get into politics <laughs> yeah and this is oh by the way this is uh, for DC uh, United States representative by the way so pretty much uh, close to home taxation without representation and, and he won uh, he had an 81% of the votes um, oh yeah, that's big time. Big time, and um, he's also going to be fighting for statehood for DC. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I don't but, think uh, that's gonna happen. Yeah, either. That, that'll never happen, man. 
So I got I'm gonna shout out uh shout out to um all our black cities across uh the country, especially Philly, Michigan, um uh Atlantis, you know, just for showing out during this um presidential election, not not specifically because you know Biden won, but just because we showed out. Like we 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 showed up, we showed out. Uh I do want to shout out Georgia though specifically um and this is one of our topics so i'm gonna shout it out because yeah, yeah. they they voted out the uh original da that was involved in the ahmad Arby investigation right the one that recused herself the one that didn't bring any charges against these men that murdered this black man um this is why i say vote right this is this is the power of your vote if you don't like somebody that's in office get their ass out of there and this was an example of doing that. So um, shout out to Georgia who voted out, um, I'm not even going to say her name, the DA that was involved in the Maud Arbery case voted her out of office because she she failed to do her job and she failed to bring justice for Maud Arbery until there was outcry and things like that. So shout out Georgia for that. And uh, I want to shout out, uh, this is an addition, uh, the Black women that seemingly had a hand to play in getting uh, old 45 out of office uh in uh lance bottom the mayor of atlanta atlanta showed up big time in these elections stacy abrams abrams, Mm -hmm. uh you know was pushing very hard for people to register and for people to vote uh and uh of course the 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 vice president of kamala harris and these three women are actually graduates of hbcu in spelman FAMU and Howard. Howard University. So shout out shout to out the black women and HBCUs. And keeping with that energy of HBCUs, I want to give a shout out to Morgan State University as they continue to, to start their medical program. Um, they're in the process of building a $110 million medical uh, program. And I think that's dope. And they're doing it without state funding. So uh, Morgan State is really expanding. Um, I don't know if any of the alumni guys here have been on their campus lately, but it looks fucking different, okay? And so shout out to them. Shout out to HBCUs for really, you know, doing their thing. And a shout out to the people that are donating too, because if they did that without state funding, it's, you know, people yeah. donating and yep. Yep. tuition and fees and all that shit. So, yeah. Oh man, so uh, shout out to OG. Um, shout out to Ike the Great, you know, for coming back. We definitely yeah, missed you. man. Why were you gone? Yeah. What happened? We we'll talk about the next episode. We we'll talk about the next episode. Yeah, he's oh, on okay. a mission. He's on a mission. You know what I mean? so, um, hopefully, you know, we got another surprise for you guys next episode. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, shout out to all our listeners internationally, locally. Um, this is episode 80 of the EBS podcast. No sandwiches, nigga? Yeah, 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 I will do it.